You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. I'll have the next applicant in my office now, please. Of course, Mr. Adams. Uh, hello. Ah, Nathan, good to see you. Nathan, I've been looking over your resume here, and, uh, judging by how your interview went, we want you. Really? Oh, thank you. To leave. Oh. No questions unanswered. So we have some final questions we'd like to ask you. Oh, great. Uh, that's good then. Uh, may I sit down? Uh, is that all? Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Thought there'd be more to that sentence. I, you know. No, that, I mean, that was a whole sentence. All right, let's just get some basic questions out of the way first here. Uh, this is a question we like to ask all newcomers to the company. Do you believe in karma? Uh, well, actually, yes. Uh, I'd like to think that... Sutra? Uh, pardon me? Karma Sutra, the philosophy? <laughs> you do? Wow, that is the fastest response to that unusually personal question we've had in a long time. <laughs> Check mark for that box, I guess. Uh, uh, oops, oh. I, wait, I, I didn't mean... Mr. Adams, your wife had left a message on line three regarding her muff. Lure and break system. Yes, thank you, Beatrice. I'll be sure to get a new wife. Now, Nathan, a uh, great thing about becoming a new applicant here is that every new employee gets a free sample of my balls. Your balls. Samic vinegar. My ball samic vinegar. I make it in my basement. By the way, Nathan, I'd appreciate it if you didn't keep interrupting me. That lack of discipline is not tolerated in this workplace. I hate to say it, but you, Nathan, are on thin ice. My apologies, sir. Cream I... sandwiches. You're literally sitting on thin ice cream sandwiches. That's silly of me. I should have told you they were there. That was. Oh, uh, you. Okay, look, Mr. Adams, yeah. I'd, I'd love to be part of your company. I, I might be new to this whole experience, but I truly believe that I'd be a strong asset to this corporation and its long-term goals. Wow. And that kind of eager attitude is exactly what this company needs. <laughs> you know, Nathan... I like a man um, uh, who speaks his mind. Damn it, you're hired. Welcome aboard, Nathan. Hey, we should celebrate. You know what? Just for this special occasion, I'm going to whip out my dick. Shenari. <laughs> nah, not this time. Nah. You got Guest of Friends Network episode 61. Mm-hmm. 61. Tons of fun. Tons of fun. All right. Having fun. Having fun. Having fun works. But this is tons of fun. Two rhymes. Guys, you're listening to Best Friends Podcast on Never Sleeps Network. It's brought to us by our lovely sponsor. Humber School of Comedy. There it is. Beauty. And uh, we're I think it's actually the Never Sleeps Network. I've just yeah, I think I've, I've just been told that they want us to say the Never Sleeps Network. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely do no, not. No, it's definitely not. It's just Never Sleeps Network. And remember that, you fucking idiots. Yeah, anybody anyway. who ever says anything. We're here joined by, I guess, a band... I, when did I meet you? Guys, go crazy, everybody, for Maddox Campbell. Everyone goes crazy on the bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want a little song, too, so. Pa, 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 uh, Maddox Campbell time, I'm a guest. <laughs> yeah, you have your own podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is podcast in a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those mid-podcasts. This is the podcast podcast. <laughs> yeah. 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 Go yeah, mid-podcast deep. podcast. <laughs> uh, what's up, man? Yeah, I don't, I don't know when we met, just comedy. Like we did improv or something together. It's probably the first podcast. We probably got thrown together at a jam, but they're just like, this guy, do scene with him. I'm like, sure, why not? Some beer probs? or something did you ever do beer props i did do some beer props yeah, yeah. I like i would have met you there but anyway well what's your first of all i, I we met you in terabang i guess it's probably one of the first troops i ever saw you work with yeah or, that was yeah, my first sure the first troop i saw you do that was my first sketch troop outside of like a class thing mm-hmm. like i did the second city uh, uh conservatory cool. i walked through that but then out of that i basically i got on a house troop with the Naked Fridays was the show oh, that they had right. at Second City. That was a great show, man. Uh, yeah, it was a great show. And they, mm-hmm. for a while, they had like a house troop. And so I auditioned for that and got into that. And then after the six-week run that it was expected, 
some of us decided to branch off and become our own standalone troop and cool. and do the grind of just doing shows and <laughs> showing up and things. That was in Bang, yeah. What year would that have been or whatever? Because... Uh, ooh, time is a hard, it's a construct. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, I would have graduated in, in 2010. So in Tarabang would probably have been sometime in 2011. In 2011? That was a decent time for uh, sketch in the shit, city. That long ago, eh? Yeah, that, first of all, that's way longer. It was a while ago. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. way longer than I remember, than, than I thought it was. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, a, that was a decent time for sketch in the city. There was a lot of sketch shows going on then. Right. Hard Luck was around, I think. Yeah, Hard uh, Luck. Uh, bar, so, uh, social Capital back then was still back. I don't think still. it was. Yeah, but I don't really, think it yeah, was Black Social Swan Capital. Yeah. I mean, it was Black Swan back then, but they still would have done shows. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. They were just starting to do the Black Swan comedy thing where yeah. they were renting out the upstairs space. Yeah. What yeah, yeah, a yeah. nightmare. That's no, I don't crazy. Know. I mean, it, <laughs> it, was, it was a Wild West time. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. The big problem is they didn't have like the divider yet for the stage and the bar. Oh, right. And there was just like that big one pool table. Oh, big I long forgot space. about that. Yeah. Oh, crap, you're taking us So back. the crazy thing there was like you were finishing any show, every show ended the same way, which was the next show came in and started talking about what they were about to do yeah, yeah, at the yeah. back of the space and you would hear them. Like all the audience would hear the next show yeah talking about their plans for the show at the end and the first half of their show was you guys celebrating at, yeah, a good at the show. end of yeah. Yeah, end of a good show so like all the shows bled into each other yeah, and it was God. uh it was hard yeah yeah it's funny to think that larkin was in interrobang wasn't she chelsea larkin? yeah Char- chelsea larkin and pk, and PK yeah. Kingston. yeah that's bonkers that was our our full roster uh, when <laughs> just yeah, yeah, so, yeah. there's a bunch of you, I, I don't I don't remember everyone who was in it because it was like you said. Wasn't there a rotation? Seven people? years. There, there was. Uh, we had Janet Davidson for a little while, but uh, yeah, just didn't end up working out. So the the main cast of it was, was PK, Chelsea, yeah, 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 and myself. Yeah. yeah. What about um the was the first thing that you ever did sketch wise was that Second City or suppose or like how did you even figure out that you wanted to do sketch comedy? Uh, I mean, I started in improv would be my start. Right. Like I even did improv in high school and we didn't have any of those official leagues that different people say like I did CIG. I did. No, yeah, it, it was like a that. local league of <laughs> the local schools that may have been vaguely like those like copying off of them. But what do you like, mean local? What town or what? Uh... This was out of Cornwall, Ontario. Oh, corny. so they weren't part of any like the official <laughs> bigger ones. It's a corny Cornwall. Yeah. yeah. Oh. The place people stop for gas. Yeah. Yeah. And go, does this always smell that bad? And we say, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just how the city is. Well, you went to a corny high school. I, I did. Yeah. Everything's corny. It's like the corny church and everything, like everything. But yeah, like our league just competed against the other high schools in town. Didn't have like any official uh, hierarchy, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after that. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, after that, I think the next official thing would have been, yeah, Second City. So you actually went to Second City. Yeah. So, and that was the first sketch experience you've ever had. I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll fight that distinction between skits and sketches. So I would have done some skits. Now, what? that's well, some point. Thing. What's the, what's the difference well, between a skit, well, what a skit, skit and sketch? Been? Skit is still a short comedy the, the, the difference is solely on whether it has any artistic merit or not, which is, <laughs> means it's entirely a thing that... I only, think you're, you've you just, not, you've been watching enough sketch, I don't think. There's some bad sketch yeah. out so there. The, you just don't the, want to admit that you sucked at sketch. Well, yeah, right, no, I did, I did. I used to suck at it, and I, but I call those skits. There's a distinction between when I move from skits to sketches. Yeah, Fair enough. Right, I'll give yeah. it to you because... All right, I'll give it to you because... Um, Honestly, I don't know why I'm going to give it to you, but I'm yeah. going <laughs> Well, we're the still di- doing some skits yeah, every now and again. The yeah, I, think we just gets, like, I think we just gets like once every couple of months. 50, to be 50% of this podcast. Is like <laughs> your student council does skits, right? That That's skits. Oh, you're Comedians right. do sketches, student councils do skits. 
to like do you see tell that you about what the yeah. school li- the school life is going to be like or just like it's yeah. the end of year talent show and none of us have any performance experience but we're going to mm. put on some skits for you I guess so but I feel like I see that level of sketch now and <laughs> you sometimes in do but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well this is a question we like to ask everybody who comes on the podcast do you have any stories about bonker shows? shows any bonkers that crazy went shows really awry Either they went awry or do you just something crazy happen you're uh, you know like maybe you, someone didn't yeah, show you up you forgot or, a line or something? uh Craziest thing, weirdly, I do mostly improv and sketch, but one yeah. of the like weird story type things would be one of my few stand-up experiences Ooh. was I, I was heckled by Canadian singer-songwriter Jan Arden. Wait, where was this? This was at the Pantages. Pantages, I was there. I oh, was you were there that night? Show. Yeah. That's who and it was, Jan Arden. Jan was Arden like, was there. Yeah. She was there for a show across at Massey yeah, Hall, yeah, yeah. and this was like uh, Jeff Clark and Melissa yeah. Story ran the room. And, like, I, I went there a couple times because it was a friendly place to try out stand-up when eh, I was very new at it. It wasn't that friendly. Yeah. It was, oh, it was, <laughs> it was no audience, but, like, they were friendly hosts. Well, yeah, they'd let you on. Yeah, nice, they'd let yeah. you on, uh, which is not a, not every place will let you on right. if you have no credentials. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we just thought it was a middle-aged lady getting rowdy in the audience, <laughs> but someone recognized her eventually about halfway through the show. Yeah. And so she was, like, heckling us, but it wasn't, like... How was she, like, was she, like, actually dissing your... No, so it was the opposite of that. So what it was is it was really patronizing, vaguely supportive. Uh, uh, for example, I hate what? that kind of heckling because so, it's hard to shut down. Yeah, to be so, like you are a bitch. For example, like, like, shut like, the fuck up to somebody right, who yeah, is yeah. like not being mean. Right. But basically, so like I said a joke mm-hmm. and like she laughed at it, and I go, "Hey, at least someone liked that joke." And she goes, "You needed it, hun. You needed it." <laughs> it was that sort of vibe uh, of like. That's not bad. Yeah, just, just sort of so like aunt heckles. Yeah, your aunt is heckling you. Yeah. She became all of our... When your aunt heckles you, that's what it's like. Yeah. I assume my, my aunt's never heckled me because she never attended any perform. performances. Yeah. My aunt lives in Belgium. Although one of my aunts comes to see me perform sometimes and she doesn't heckle, she just laughs, which is nice. Oh, that's She's good. a very nice aunt. Very supportive. I will say something about my aunt. She turns 70 the day this episode comes out. Ooh. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Mark's aunt. Uh. You know what that means. We're going She's fucking 69 right now. The twin sister with my mom. Yeah, so my mom's is 69 she? too. Your mom's 69 too? Yeah. Dude, sick. I guess we haven't been using these jokes. <laughs> hey, Mark. Have you heard of this Humber College comedy writing and performance program? Yeah, man. That's where I met you. Oh, yeah. Have a good time? Oh, yeah. I had a great time. I improved a ton as a comedian, too. Explain. Well, for example, here's a joke I used to do before I did the program, right? <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? <laughs> Ten tickles. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I hate but, that. I know, yeah. But, but, check it out after I went to Humber. <clears throat> How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? How many? Tentacles. <laughs> wow. Well, see? I love that. Yeah. Humber School of Comedy. We teach funny people how to be funnier. Another thing we like to ask on this podcast, it's a segment that's brought to us by our awesome sponsor, the Humber School of Comedy. A little segment we like to call, What's, What's Your Dumbest, dumbest sketch? sketch? What's the dumbest sketch you've ever written? Doesn't oh, even have to be something you've yeah, pitched, not even written. maybe even written. It is an idea you had that maybe you wanted to do, but you never did. Whatever. I, I did do it. I, and I did it. <laughs> I did it. Did. Everyone did. Everyone it, did it. Yeah, 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 I did it actually the first time I did it at the Sketchubator, which they have at Sketchfest, which is the oh, one. the best. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. So it's a late night show. It's just for other comedians. And I, I my troop wasn't even available to come there so i just found oh other I was there. you might have been in there. it you, i, I, I may have been that. in it i think you might have done this i was uh, there that night i think i remember this the sketch is called much ado about cooties and it's basically okay. a slam so the premise of it is uh this is shakespeare's first ever uncovered play okay. first script he ever wrote 
while he was still in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. So it's like all the same themes of Shakespeare, oh, Shakespearean language, and, but yeah, the, yeah. but it's also like from the perspective of kindergarten. Right. So yeah, just like, like pulling pigtails and people having cooties and <laughs> someone dies by eating peanut butter at the end for their like tragic and sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Aww. So I think that's the dumbest thing. That's the dumbest, buddy. That's pretty highbrow. Oh, well, I don't Shakespeare reference. My my dumbness is by taking the highest brow thing and then the lowest brow thing and slamming them together. Oh. Like that's that's and how I love denying them. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. That's what I'm fucking talking about, dude. That's my kind of shit. I don't know what you guys did this past weekend, but uh, I got invited to a party. On... No, you didn't. Yeah, Fuck man. you. You're a loser. It was on the moon. Oh, that's why. Yeah, yeah. Oh, why? You don't like the moon? Well, the moon's a fucking, fucking loser. Fucking loser? What do you yeah, want me to say that? No, the, the moon is cool. The moon's not cool. The moon's almost fucking stupid as Pluto. It almost makes it sound like you have a recording to prove that the moon is a lame Yeah, I went to a moon party once. Yeah? Oh. Stuck my head in, stuck it back out. Here, listen to this. Oh, okay. Okay, I already put out the bowl of asteroids. The bottles of cosmic rays are still warm. Where is everybody? Oh, my soul, they're finally here. Okay, you can do this. Be cool. Hey, Moon, my man. Where's the party at? No, it's just you, Pluto. Ouch, way to hurt my feelings, bro. Sorry, it's just the party started three hours ago. I was hoping one of the real planets had finally shown up. Hey, man, I'm comfortable with my mass, okay? I don't need any judgment from you about how small I am. I have half a mind to just take off right now. Ooh, were those asteroids for everyone? Everybody? I mean, no one even came to my stupid party. I invited every planet in the system. Earth didn't even show up, and he lives with me. All those planets are just a bunch of stuck-up jerks. You remember I used to roll with them? Yeah, yeah, in your glory days, before you were just one of a thousand plutoids like you. Hey, why you gotta go say mean stuff like that? I'm trying to commiserate with you here. Sorry, I'm just on that part of my cycle. Go on. Man, I used to be in the mnemonic and everything. My very excellent mother just served us nine pizzas. I was pizzas. People love pizzas. Then Neil deGrasse Tyson comes along and calls me a dwarf. Suddenly, when I call Saturn, he just lets it ring, and Uranus treats me like shit. I had no idea they were so mean. Why do you want to be friends with those guys so bad anyway? I just think I should get to hang out with them, you know? I know I'm just a moon, but I'm the biggest moon proportional to my planet, and, and I've had intelligent life on me. Even if it was just visiting from Earth, like, not even Mars can say that. Dude, moons are way cooler than planets anyway. Really? Sure. So what if no one comes up with tricks to remember your name? I mean, I know it's Moon. Technically, it's Luna, but... Moon, stop trying to be someone you're not and just enjoy being cool the way you are. When you're not around, people, like, stub their toes. And then when you're all full, people go freaking crazy. You make werewolves, man. Yeah, and I I cause the tides. You know, being a moon is pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, why didn't you invite Titan and Ganymede to this shindig? Those guys are a riot. You're right. I'm gonna call them now. Who needs those stupid planets anyway? Hey yo, got Pluto here. Oh, hey Earth. Well, a party at Mars's, you say? Well, actually, I happen to be at a pretty wicked party on my. Well, they're serving comets, and all the planets are invited. Uh, yeah, no problem. Earth, I'll, I'll be right over. Hey Moon, I gotta go. Pluto's back, baby. Aww. <laughs> See, loser. No, yeah. I, I commiserate with the moon. Man, uh, you and your commiserate. Guys, that was a Maddox Campbell original sketch. Just so you, you guys tell. know, when we were recording that, I said commiserate. I've never heard that word in my life. I said that. <laughs> it's definitely a real word. No, I'm yeah, not saying yeah, it's not yeah. a real word. I'm just saying I've never heard it. I mean, it I'm an again? idiot, though. I'm literally the one of the like dumbest people. You were sharing in someone's sadness to try to make them feel better. 
Oh, it's got to be in someone's sadness? I mean, that's how I... It's got to be in I someone's mean, we sadness? Can look no it up I've never to get a better definition, but that's how I've been using it. I've never, yeah, I've never uh, met a sad person before. You've been using it exclusively because of your <laughs> of your own sadness? <laughs> like, oh, come on. Like someone's sad, and then you're like, oh, I'm sad with you, so you feel less sad. All right, all right. That's, that's commiserate. Well, that actually, I never do that. I go cheer up and loser. Not the punch in the nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> not a good treatment for people who are sad. Yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> you get them angry. I guess it's a different emotion. That's yeah. right. Change up the emotion. Change it's like, it's emotion. like when you're like, my arm hurts, and then someone pinches your knee, and you're like, now you're now you take that'll take your oh, mind off yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but Fuck, I hate that. It's not good. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh yeah, you, you, know, you know what? I've, yeah, you're right. You're right. I proved my own point. Yeah. Um, well, that's great that, that it was like uh, that you had such a great definition at the ready because Ooh. our segment this week is a little thing that we like to call Define, Define Your Mind. Mind. We've done this on the, on the podcast once before with Ned Petrie 46 episodes ago. So go back and listen to that. But 46 this, episodes yeah, ago. That's I know, 46. I don't know. I know more words than Ned Petrie. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think he was pretty good. Um, you know more words than Ned Petrie? Ned the word Petrie? Yeah. You know, he invented words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he makes them up because he can't find them. <laughs> I guess. Well, isn't that how they all began? Yeah. Well, I got here. Yeah. So, I got a bunch of crazy words and then you got to tell me what you think the definition is. Sure. All right. So, the first one I got for you here, a bibliophobia. Oh, that's got to be a scared of libraries. Fear of book. Fear of books. Or reading, it's maybe. Bad. It's actually... Someone... Oh, wait. No. I know this one. Oh, hold on. Do you? I, I do know this one. Oh. oh what was it? Because it sounds like it's definitely fear of books. Yeah. It's, it's either that... But... It's not. It's so. book related. I will say. Uh, well, I will give you that. It's when you're scared that uh, you're gonna die from pe- from books falling on you. That's not uh, bad, I guess. like from a bookshelf falling over or something. Or you don't like the sound of people reading. I I I will know. You don't when like you say the, the texture. Weirdly of a book. enough. Oh no. <laughs> or paper cuts. Paper cuts. No, these are ah. all great guesses. Uh, someone who's afraid of running out of things to read. Oh, which no, is that was like not what impossible. I thought it was. No. Yeah. Like that, you got nothing to worry about, kid. Well, I know. I'm I've... afraid of reading. I get yeah, that exactly, when I travel. Yeah. Oh. Because if you're at home, you have all your books. Oh, that makes sense. Like, like you go on a trip and you brought like three oh, books. But, then you, but you wouldn't have a, a bookstore. Like, oh, I said phobia. You no, wouldn't turn to the person next to you on the plane and be like, I got a bad case of bibliophobia. No, because that's, 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 that's the whole point, though. <laughs> that's you don't got a whole suitcase full of books. It's a secondary fear because first you have a fear of talking to the person next to you on a plane because yeah. maybe they're boring as hell. But then you go, okay, well, I don't have to talk to him if I have a book to read and say, I can just say, oh, I'm sorry, I want to read my book. It's important to me. But if you run out of books to read, then you have no excuse not to talk to that guy. I don't know. Mm. Good enough book. You can read it twice. It sounds like you're the boring one if you're using words like a bibliophobia. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to talk to you. Maybe uh, you should talk to the person sitting beside you next time. Maybe you know, all of a sudden you got a partner to 69. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> On a plane. <laughs> That's got to be against some sort of flight well, 69 club, You ever bud? seen uh, two planes 69? disaster disaster (laughs) yeah there's a lot of fire involved in that yeah yeah nobody survives uh what about this one what about the word pendiculation Ooh, pendiculation or pan is pan or Uh, pan pan Pan. pendiculation uh so that's i think that's when you're able to uh get your penis to spread out over a wide area Mm -hmm. because you can articulate your penis over pan like a large area Pan is like over all things. Articulate it. Yeah, it's like articulate. Like it has joints. Your penis has joints. Yeah. And then you can spread it out over many things. But why would it be penis? Uh, It's pan. Diculation. Would it be pan? There's a dick in there. It's not wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So your diculate can spread out. I don't don't think it's that because you can spread your penis over multiple people. (laughs) 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 Uh, They use the word 
dick when there when it's, when oh, it's like a you know like a scientific word that you were taking it so seriously um, you're like i don't think it is that <laughs> it might not be spread your dick out over a large um don't get me wrong there probably is a word for that yeah. um, pan normally means spread out over a lot that's for sure pandas pan yeah like okay. if that's true over a wide area. that's interesting that that's what the etymology of this word is that's kind of cool um the definition i hang on, oh, hang on. You i think it's when you cook it. your dick on a pan <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh <laughs> and it bubbles until like it uh, pendiculates i suppose yeah because it's, yeah. like, it's bubbly is it, so that's what pendiculate so is it make things bubble is that what pendiculation <laughs> no. is because that's the way it <laughs> yeah it makes your yeah it makes your yeah, it lates your dick dude uh the correct answer is uh when you wake up in the morning and you stretch when you yawn and stretch at the same that's time that's pendiculating yeah now remember that story that you have where you jizz or something at the same oh, time oh yeah man All that three? was crazy yeah I, yeah he was You're really trying to spread yourself out yeah yeah, I pan- you wanted you wanted myself. to spread yourself out yeah, physically I spreading, and genealogically. I was spreading my penis out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. It's spreading out. That makes sense if pan, that's yeah. what parent repairing. Yeah, that's why. So pan I never in a million years like would have the definition to that. Well, like it's something like the Pan American Games is like all the Americas. Oh, pan spermia okay. is a theory of like life coming from another planet. Like pan normally pan spermia means... is the what? Sorry, when you oh, you've never heard that's of that. that is what we should be talking about. Right? Okay, yeah, sure. That should be a great word. Panspermia. Panspermia is That's the idea hilarious. that life came from another planet. Like it got spread here on an asteroid or something. So why spermia? Where does that come from? Hmm? It's pan. Yeah. It's because it comes from... in spermia because it's like it was seeded from another planet. Oh, so... Wow, that's... That's pretty good. That's great. No, I mean... It's, that, on, that, that, it's, that, on, it's literally perfect. I just... It's right on the nose. I yeah. just love the... We should say the idea. They're like often. seed. They're like what? What's the best word we can use for seed from another planet? Sperm. Like, like that's. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But it's just if it was like, like intraspermia, that would mean you were born from inside yourself, right? Or like, uh, in your own planet or something. In your own planet or in your own. I also own like the body. idea of like seeding something where it's like uh, instead of sowing the fields, you're like I'm going to go spermiate that field. If yeah, someone yeah, use those technically words, good. That'd be I, great. It would send the wrong message to <laughs> I'm gonna go spermiate the other farmers. I don't imagine most farmers are like, <laughs> yeah, oh, farmers. I know what he means. <laughs> I think most farmers are like, I won't plant that fucking field corn. Like that's what most farmers are. I'm going to spermiate that field with corn. My, my dad's a farmer. People. He said spermiate a bit more. Maybe I'd be a little smarter than I am now. <laughs> Is that that one word? Yeah. Um, what, about, uh, what about this word yarborough so it's like burrow i guess with okay, a y-a-r so in front of it y-a-r yarborough this is fucked i can't That's believe definitely this is a, this is a pirate. the pirates yeah the yeah. pirates live there <laughs> yeah it's like it, the, it's like burying treasure. So it's like a, that's that's what the pirates burrow. call it when they bury treasure. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of it. Burrowed. Oh, I thought it was it's burrow been like, burrowed. Is it burrow yeah. like the digging, or is it burrow like the part of town, like Scarborough, like the pirate, it, it pirate looks Scarborough? Like Scarborough, yeah, I love yeah. Pirate. It's pirate. So Scarborough. Yeah, so it's like it's the, it's the Scarborough that's just for pirates. Yeah, it, yeah, it's Yarborough instead of Scarborough. <laughs> they used yeah. to have a subway stop, but that's, that's this is the makings of a bad pun here. But mm. um, but it got taken over. It got like pirated, I guess. Yeah, it yeah, got. It okay. got commandeered now yeah, commandeered. uh yeah now it's now it's mckellen or whatever that station is uh, i think it's definitely a type of place for sure and then yar i don't know what that means as a prefix yar what no, things have yar in front what, what words have yar in front yarn okay <laughs> <laughs> anything else i don't yar, know yar, yard. yard yeah what is, it, is there like a science? it's all four letter words for god's sakes that's not long enough yeah is there it's any study, a, a the study of yarn thing, yeah. which is yar, like the yarnation yarnology yeah, urology. <laughs> urology. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, Sometimes a place. So uh, we'll say the place full of yarn. All right, a woolly place maybe. 
Neither of you guys are remotely close on it. You're telling me it's not how, well, when pirates <laughs> bury their treasure. Or the subway station. It's that time to AR, bro. Anyway. Uh, it's uh, when you're playing a game of cards and the dealer deals a hand that doesn't have any numbers above nine. First of all, why is there a word? There a word? There's no that. way that, that needs its own word. Yeah. This motherfucker Yarborough us. Is that yeah? Is that yeah, yes. Yeah, in Vegas, you'd be like, oh, I got wait. Yarborough. Yeah, I got Yarborough right out of that. You game just of, say it's uh, a low hand. Where does that word come from? Where's that, where's he, where's he, how's that word? The pirates, I imagine, when yeah, they were playing cards. They played. They did <laughs> yeah, play a lot of cards so. when they were burying yeah, the cards. Yeah, yeah, and cards were the like the and face also, cards were all buried in the deck. And it's well, I don't think but in Yarborough, there actually are no cards above nine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> in town. All the other ones, they've all been killed. All the high numbers face cards. They always assume it's someone trying to come and take their land from them, so they stab all the high face cards. First of all, they're not coming. They're spermiating. They're yeah, spermiating. they're spermiating. Yeah, they're getting spermiated by. <laughs> This was our segment. Define, Define your mind. That was our segment. That was our podcast. You have a good time there, Maddox? Did I beat Ned Petrie? Because that's important. I think you no. didn't. No, <laughs> not at all. I think you did pretty good, though. You knew. Yeah, you did pretty well. Oh. You did. You knew more than most people. I knew I some of the suffixes and prefixes. Yeah, but you when you stuck them together. In that respect, I think you did actually know more than him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, suck it, Ned. Uh, we love you, buddy. Anyways, anyway, well, yes, I did you, have man. fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Where Thanks where so can much. people like check you out and what's coming up? What's oh, coming down the pipe for you? Uh, you can always find me on the old Twitter box. Okay, uh, that's at Maddox Campbell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I amalgamate all my things on my website. You can go to kicksandgigglesentertainment.com. Cool. Uh, and some of the things that would be included that would be uh, my live shows. I got uh, Perfect Match over the oh, Social yeah. Capital third Thursday of every month. I got a pub trivia night called Quiz Demonium, second Wednesday of every month. At SoCap again, right? At SoCap yeah, again. Yeah, I spend a lot of time at SoCap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you just if you don't like to leave the house and you just want to do all your comedy from home, uh, mm-hmm. I have a podcast that just came out called Break a Wish. Oh, cool. There yeah. you go. You can Nudisterian him any of those places. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's not what Nudisterian was. <laughs> but was right, that's right. not even what the word was. That's I already pretty, told you. I already we're forgot. We're even yeah. available for listeners in Yarborough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on out. That's great. Okay. Um, we got... Uh, so this episode... So comes out on July 17th. Happy birthday, Mom. Um, and Marietta. No more 69ing. It has to stop. I'm sorry. You get one fucking year. That's yeah. all you get to do. Uh, one fucking year. Yeah. And that's, and you can only 69. Imagine you had to. That's like <laughs> the law. Like, right. you had to only 69 for a full year. And you're okay, like, so my what, back what hurts. type of sex are they allowed to do at 70? Well, then like the one is bent over and yeah. the other one is a circle. You immediately have normal sex that day. You That's not You're normal. so excited to have normal Being one sex. person bent and the other person a circle. Well, yeah, you don't have to be in the shape of the seven. No, no, you have to be no, in the shape of the seven. you do. <laughs> you do. Well, that'd be pretty funny if someone... You, someone's like, you, mean, you mean someone's bent back eating their own butt and then you're... <laughs> and then someone else is a circle. <laughs> circle. Yeah. No, that's the person eat, oh. bending their own well, butt. You yeah, are your sevens. <laughs> yeah. The first person just bent over next to it, being like, "Yeah, what?" Well, just turned can you come away, over? being like, "I don't want to look." Anyways, if you uh, Anyways. pay for our Patreon, you can hear us talk about sixty nine <laughs> for another twelve hours. <laughs> when we get a Patreon, that's all it's going to be is us uh, just talking, talking about, about sixty nine podcast. But no, uh, we also have uh, August eighteenth, the Vest Show in Town, eight year anniversary of Vesta Friends, which Ooh. is going to be a blasty blast at the Comedy Bar, uh, ten p.m. So be there for that. Um, July seventeenth. Is there anything else? Uh, we'll be around too um, we will have just done Vapor so you missed us there but uh, check us out all over the place here on Never Sleeps Network and uh, thanks to our special sponsor Humber School of Comedy there we go cool, cool. and uh, thanks for coming in again Maddox so we're going to end this episode actually with a uh, video sketch this is a live show where is this uh, ooh, it's a, a while more? back a while ago, I think yeah. this 
Well, this would have either been in Terabang or the Naked... Was it under the Terabang? No, it was in Terabang. Yeah, yeah it was, it was in in a Terabang sketch. So it was probably us doing it at the JCB back in the day. Ah, good times, man. Yeah, check us out every single week here on Never Sleeps Network. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's a dead body. Sure is. It's your first homicide. Yeah, no, I just transferred to homicide. I mean, you know, I, I grew up reading Sherlock Holmes and dreaming of being a detective, but now that I'm here, I don't even know where to start. Well, it's like Sherlock always used to say, when all other contingencies fail, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. Okay, so you're saying we have to figure out how she wasn't killed. Exactly. <laughs> okay, um, well, she doesn't look sick, she looks pretty healthy, so it probably wasn't disease or a virus. And she's pretty young, so it probably wasn't natural causes. Alright, it's a good start. Now what else can we deduce didn't kill her? Uh, okay, uh, there's no strangulation marks around her neck, so she probably wasn't strangled. Uh, and she wasn't bludgeoned, because there's no dent in her skull. That's good, but go deeper. Um, she probably wasn't drowned, because she's dry and we're miles away from the nearest body of water. Hey, Noah, do you smell anything burning? No. If you do, you're probably having a stroke, because this girl was not burned, all right? That's two more ways we figured out she didn't die. We're on a roll now. Keep it going. Come on. Okay, uh, she didn't die from falling from a great height, because we're inside and there's no hole in the ceiling. There you go. You just ruled out cliffs, tall buildings, planes, and large birds. That's four more things that didn't kill her, all right? Let's keep it going. Come on. Uh, okay, uh, she wasn't killed as part of a satanic ritual. There's not nearly enough candles in here. And it probably wasn't aliens, because they would have left uh, crop circles or cattle mutilations, huh? and I haven't seen either of those. There we go. Cults and aliens off the list. That means we don't got to investigate anywhere off Earth. We just eliminated a huge percentage of the universe right now. Right? Now, tell me, does this MO match that of 19th century serial killer Jack the Ripper, 60s cult leader Charles Manson, or fictional TV character Dexter Morgan? No! So none of them are the killer! Oh, hey, God. Oh, look, and there's no bite marks on her neck, so it wasn't a vampire. Right. And there's no shed fur or scratch marks, so I think we can rule out lycanthropy. Perfect. And I haven't felt any cold spots, and I haven't seen any lights flickering due to EM interference. And I know for a fact there are no nearby Indian burial grounds. So I'm pretty sure we can rule out a poltergeist, all right? In fact, I think we can rule out all known supernatural phenomena. What about unknown supernatural phenomena? Hey, let's not get overly speculative, all right? Let's worry about what we know, what we don't know, and what we know we don't know, as opposed to worrying about what we don't know we don't know. <laughs> all right, okay, um, I think we've pretty much ruled out every possible way she could have died. What's left? You know what it probably was? <clears throat> it's probably this knife lodged in her spine. <laughs> Three minutes. Solved your first how or your first murder. That's a new squad record. Good job. Now, we gotta figure out the who. Well, it probably wasn't me. It wasn't me. Hmm. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hey, you got Morgan from Vesta Friends. You got Mark from Vesta Friends. And thanks so much for listening to the Vesta Friends podcast every Tuesday on Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, in fact, did you know that Never Sleeps Network features other amazing podcasts created right here in Toronto? Is that right, Mark? It totally is, Morgan. Like what? Like our great buddy, Jeff Paul. Ah, the human potato himself, the potato files. You can also listen to that on Never Sleeps Network as well. I think I might do that right now. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Mm.